You are listening to the Life Aftercare podcast, and I am your host, Kalia Spence. Before we get started, because this is the first ever interaction we're going to have, I wanted to briefly and officially introduce myself. So again, I am Kalia Spence. I am the creator and host of the Life After Care podcast. I currently reside in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And pertaining to my involvement in care, while I'm not going to go into specific detail quite yet because that will be later explained in episode, I want to give you a general idea. So I am from Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, and that is where I spent most of the time in foster care. I had sporadic involvement between the ages of 15 to 17 to where I was at the point where I was 17 turning 18. I signed what is known as a board extension and eventually aged out of the system at 21 years old. So when I look at my life in care to now my life after care, my experiences have not been the best, but they definitely have not been the worst because I was able to use a lot of the experiences and knowledge to pursue a career in advocacy. Recently, I graduated from Temple University with a bachelor's in strategic communication, where I focused on a lot of rhetoric and public advocacy pertaining to the state of the child welfare system. So now I work as a life skills coach for the Philadelphia Department of Human Services. And to transition into another thought, I wanted to express how hard it is for me to share my experiences pertaining to being in care. And I know it's going to be hard for others who are on this show. So I wanted to express my deepest gratitude and appreciation to those who will be on the show and for you for listening in and listening to these important and critical stories of alumni of the foster care system. Fiscal year of 2017 began with over 442,000 children, youth, and young adults in the foster care system across the United States. And out of that number, 19,945 young adults' reason for discharge was emancipation, which we often refer to as aging out of the system. And in the U.S., when we look at foster care policy, it varies from state to state. So in general, across the United States, when we look at the main responsibilities of protective services, it is to make sure that children are living in safe environments and that their needs are being met. So when this is not the case, when children are living in unsafe environments and their needs aren't being met, they can be removed from their home. And while 19,000 young adults does not sound like a big number to most, we need to develop an essential understanding that the odds against our youth in the system are extreme. Most youth who 
age out of the system, I would say do so in unprepared and unplanned ways. And many of the research that I've seen throughout my time in college and my time being uh, working for Philadelphia Department of Human Services, uh, youth in care have a greater risk for more negative outcomes than the general population. And when we talk about these negative outcomes, we're talking about homelessness, we're talking about unemployment, lack of health insurance, mental illness factors, uh, teen pregnancy, poverty, involvement in the criminal justice system, and there's so much more. But let's get real for a second because honestly, I can reiterate all these statistics that I know all day long, but these numbers go unmatched to the life stories that I hear every day from my friends, my colleagues, and the clients that I know. And while quantitative research, like the stats that I mentioned earlier, are very important in creating policy change, qualitative research such as storytelling, what I focus on, allows us to connect to people more on a different level. And for me and other alumni of the foster care system, sharing our story allows us to, it allows us to make sense of our lives. It allows us to create peace and it allows us to create hopefulness hopefulness that we may not have had before. So sharing our story, especially the story of youth who go through a government system and age out to to experience all these negative outcomes is essential to transform the way that we think and the way that we operate the child welfare system. So as you listen through this season and you hear our stories, I want you to think with intention and purpose. And oftentimes we don't think of our daily activities, our jobs, and the other various things that we do throughout the week as impactful. And you may be thinking as you're listening right now, my voice, one voice isn't impactful. And yes, you are right. But instead of thinking that, I want you to transition your thought into one voice can mobilize others to do the same. And when I was in the early stages of this project, sharing my ideas with my friends, my families, my colleagues, and other various alumni in the system, often I would get the question, what is my purpose of doing this podcast? What is my purpose of creating a platform where people can share their story about the positive and the negative of being in care? And to answer that question, my purpose is to use this platform to be personal, political, and effective. And as Gandhi says, you want to be the change that you want to see. And what I want to see and what I've been wanting to see for a very long time is the voices of our youth who are currently in care and those who have aged out of care. I want their voices to be heard so that we can transform the current state of the child welfare system.